This is Episode 1, Hotel Merit. Please be advised that this episode contains themes of car accidents, loss of a parent, and suicide. Jason Whitaker and Sam Reed have taken more business trips than either one would care to count, but such trips usually had afforded some time to rest while the train conductor or pilot took care of the actual travel. For this particular business trip, however, they are taking a more active approach, driving the final 600 miles, an unfortunate byproduct of bad weather, tightening budgets, and the thick fog in this corner. Of Dark Valley. Expected better, Sam. This car got really solid ratings for acceleration, but I don't think it's any better than the $35,000 model. I haven't driven the cheaper model. Or this model. Take my word for it, then. Not worth the price. Not for this kind of kick. We shouldn't be pushing our luck anyway, Jason. I've never been in this area before, and I've definitely never been on this road in the driving rain at night before. We're making great time, poor acceleration and all. I don't see what the rush is. I think we probably have another 150 miles to go. How are you holding up? Exhausted, but I can make it. Nothing I haven't done before. What did I say about pushing it? I think we gained a quarter of a second with that lead foot. I don't get what you're doing. Our meeting tomorrow isn't until 1 p.m. We don't have to do the whole trip in one go. We just have to get a hotel in town anyway. We might as well try to find a place soon and get as much sleep as we can. Uh, see, Sam? That's what bugs me about you. You're a pro at making excuses. If you haven't noticed, the economy isn't doing too well and neither are we. I push it because I have to. You don't have to. You choose to. That meeting won't be any earlier in the day if we drive all night. I don't appreciate your tone. I have sunk thousands into our business, and you don't seem interested in keeping us afloat. We agree on one thing, then. You have sunk thousands of dollars. Excuse me? We could have rented the sedan for half the price, but you had to try this expensive model for a few-hour drive at night so you could feel accomplished when you heard the engine rev. I work hard, asshole. I deserve to have some fun every now and then. Developing the product is hard work, but I've done it. I understood your job to be attracting investors, and you make it seem like hard work, but I'm not so sure that it is. <laughs> You're one more comment away from walking to our meeting tomorrow. I am so tired, Jason. We've been traveling for months, and honestly, we're really lucky this is the first time we've had to do a crazy drive like this. But I'm reaching my limit. I, I think my wife is reaching her limit, too. Are you backing out on me? Not, not yet. But I, I really need this to start working, and soon. I don't have a cushion like you do. I understand. Hey man, I'm sorry I lost my temper. I'm clearly exhausted. I'm, I'm sorry I said all that stuff too. I, I'm stressed and I'm tired, just like you, but that's no excuse to be rude. I'm sorry. Hey, I, I think that's a hotel up ahead. We should stop and get some rest. We both need it badly. 
This has got to be one of the strangest places for a hotel I've ever seen. There's nothing around here. Not even a restaurant for hotel guests. You sure you want to stop here? Maybe we can find something closer to town. Who knows when the next hotel will be? There's the entrance, right past that oak tree. Fine. We'll stop. It is getting late. I'll let you out at the door and park the car. I need a couple minutes. Catch up with you in the morning, alright? Thanks, Jason. Hotel Merritt. Huh. Not a chain I've heard of. Good evening, sir. How can I help you tonight? Room for one? Uh, yes, if you have vacancy. Boy, you guys are out in the middle of nowhere. So we are. But I gotta hand it to you. This lobby is gorgeous. I, I guess I didn't expect it. The hotel looks small from the road. You guys do a lot of business? Uh, you must. Thank you, sir. Yes, we do just fine, thank you. Just the one bag, sir? Um, yeah. Just this. No need for any help getting it to my room, if that's what you're asking. Thank you, though. Of course, sir. I just need some identification, and we will get you squared away. Oh, sure. Uh, driver's license work? Samuel Reed, New Jersey. One moment. All set, then, Mr. Reed. Here is your room key, the elevator is to your right, and here is your ID back. Thank you. Oh, uh, but don't you need my credit card? Mr. Reed, it's after midnight. We'll settle in the morning. I know you're not going to leave without paying. After all, you can't leave without your associate. Uh, thank you kindly. Um, yes, he, uh, he should be in shortly. I really should check how much farther we have to go before bed. Directions app, use current location, not found. I've never seen that before. Let me look up the exact address then. Oh, excuse me. Sure, sorry. Elevator doors are not the best place to be putzing on my phone. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Uh, pardon me, but would you happen to know the hotel's address? My phone is having some trouble pinpointing my location, which makes planning ahead a bit tricky. <laughs> that does sound like a pickle. I don't know the hotel's address. I don't recall seeing a road sign for it either. But if it helps, the last town we passed before the hotel was Greenville. Greenville? That's right, Greenville. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. We passed Greenville a long time ago. That's right over the Ohio border. We must have driven two hours since Greenville. Oh, I think you've been driving a lot longer than that because the Greenville I passed was in South Carolina. I've never been to Ohio, but I can't imagine it looks all that much like South Carolina. I travel a lot for business. <laughs> never know where I'm coming or going. South Carolina, of course. <laughs> My mistake. That must have been it. Thank you. Uh, have a good night. Oh, and if you still need to be on your phone, you'll want to do it down here before you head up. Though maybe not in the doorway. <laughs> the room was amazing. Best night of sleep I ever had, but the cell service was non-existent. Oh, thanks. Have a good one. You too. She couldn't have meant South Carolina. That's gotta be hundreds of miles away. Wait, is she checking out now?
It's so late. And yet, she's got her bag and she's approaching the front desk. Wonder if she got the pay in the morning deal too. I appreciate everything you've done for me, really, and, well, I don't mean to sound ungrateful, but is there any way I could stay for a second night? I'm so sorry, miss, but we have a strict one-night-only policy. Are you really that in demand? I assure you, it's not a vacancy issue. Just hotel policy. I understand. Do you take credit? We do. Thank you so much. Now I know I'm losing it. She just walked outside and it's morning. I just got here a few minutes ago and it was midnight. Excuse me, I, I forgot something in my vehicle. I'll, I'll, I'll be right back. Of course. I'll just follow her out and see. There's no way that it's morning. Yeah, baby, I love you too. But I won't be back in town for another... Whoa, where are you headed? Jason, did you just see a woman walk out of here? No. Call you back, baby. But she just left, and it was light out. I saw it through the doorway. You feeling okay? Honestly, I'm shocked. What would your wife think? You following a woman out of a hotel, so distracted by her, you don't know the time of day? It wasn't anything like that. I just... South Carolina. (laughs) Okay, Sam, buddy, I think you lost it. Let's just head in and you get some rest. Call your wife for God's sake. She'll knock some sense into you. Yeah, um... Okay, yeah. Ah, Mr. Reed. Did your friend bring what you needed? I watched your bag by the elevator in the meantime. All ready to head up to bed? Do you still have your key? Uh, I I do. Uh, thank you. Good night, Jason. Uh, See you tomorrow. Night, Sam. Hey, room for one. Of course. I'll just need some identification. And how will you be paying, Mr... Whitaker? Here's my company card. Oh, damn it. Baby. Baby, it's after midnight. I gotta check in and get some sleep. No, she'll be out of town. She and the kids are visiting her sister. I promise. I said I promise. (laughs) Oh. Sorry. I'll take this upstairs. Your card, Mr. Whitaker. She thinks I'll be in Chicago. Here is your room key. The elevator is to your right. Lady, I can see the elevator. I'm on the phone. Thank you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I told you I'm checking into this hotel. Good night, Mr. Whitaker. Babe, I love you, but I'm a couple hundred miles from you. It's late, and I'm tired. Okay, five more minutes, then bed. This lobby is nicer than I thought it would be. What kind of elevator has only one button? And I don't see an operating certificate either. I should have taken the stairs. Although I didn't see a sign for any stairs. I guess it doesn't matter anyway, since there's no open door button. That was fast. I didn't even feel any movement. But I must have moved. This doesn't look anything like the lobby. 
or any hotel I've ever been to. This floor only has one room. No hallway, no nothing. Ugh. What a letdown. This has to be the blandest room I have ever seen. A bed, a bathroom, and a dresser. Not even a TV. Not that I would be using one anyway. So, if we were about 150 miles away before we got off the road and the meeting is at... I guess 8 a.m. is early enough. No phone on the nightstand either? Ugh. Guess they don't have wake-up calls then. I'll just have to set an alarm on my cell. No service. <laughs> just like that woman said. Set alarm for 9 a.m. Alarm set for 9 a.m. Two hours and 42 minutes from now. Uh, cancel alarm. That can't be right. Set alarm for 9 a.m. Thursday. Alarm canceled. Alarm set for 9 a.m. Four hours and nine minutes from now. Cancel alarm. Let's try this again. Set alarm for 9 a.m. Thursday. Alarm canceled. Alarm set for 9 a.m. 36 minutes from now. Cancel alarm. Oh, forget it, you piece of junk. I'll figure it out. I don't have time for this. Alarm canceled. You do not have time for this. I gotta go. The elevator door's closing. I'm probably gonna lose... Yep. I lost her. Thank God. Only one button? Sam, you idiot. This is why I wanted to just get there. Now we're staying in this podunk local hotel. <laughs> Betcha the rooms suck, too. They lure you in with that lobby, and then everything else is a piece of shit. Oh my god. It's worse than I thought. There's only one room on this floor, and the floor isn't even numbered. What? Where the hell am I, anyway? Let me guess. This is my room. Room number... whatever. Ugh, I hate when I'm right. No wonder the lobby is so extravagant. They charge an arm and a leg for the room, you sleep in squalor, and they dump all the profits into the lobby to convince the next idiot to stay here. <sighs> it's only a few hours, Jason. You can get through this. I'll just text my wife goodnight and hit the hay. Whoa. <sighs> This room looks a lot different in the daylight. I must have been truly exhausted last night. This is incredible. I didn't even notice the balcony. Wow. Check out that view. Those mountains look just like the ones near my parents' place. Oh shit! I didn't set an alarm. What time is it? 7.15. Oh, <laughs> I have plenty of time. That's awesome. But the breakfast here is amazing. Hope that elevator knows how to get back to the first floor. I like to think of myself as a rational person, but last night when I got in this elevator, I was absolutely certain that one of the floors wouldn't be my parents' kitchen. This is amazing. It looks just like it did back when I was in high school. 
This was even before they painted those cabinets. Wow. <laughs> Getting another look at them really demonstrates how much they needed that paint job, too. I must be dreaming. I, I have to be dreaming. Oh, a newspaper. That'll explain it. What day is it? I can't make any of this out. It's all gibberish. And I don't recognize any of these pictures either. What's going on? Hi, Sam. You look so good. Mom? Well, who else would be living here with these cruddy cabinets? Mom, I, I don't understand. How, how are you here? How am I here? It's been ten years since you passed away, and, and six years since we sold this house. And the, and the cabinets were definitely white when we sold it. I can't begin to explain it, Sam, and I won't either. Our time is too precious here, and I don't know how much we'll have. I'm just so grateful to see you again. You look so good, so grown up. Thanks, Mom. This is everything I wanted to hear, but... I know I was in a hotel five minutes ago. Whatever this is, it isn't real. I am dreaming, right? Don't ask too many questions, Sam. You'll ruin it. Listen to me, and listen carefully. I am so proud of you, and I always have been. I know your business isn't going well right now, but you have always striven to do the honorable thing, the right thing. Your intentions are good, and I know you don't succeed every time no one does. You make mistakes, but you can't let those mistakes define you because they are so outnumbered by your successes. You are a tremendous husband to Julie, and you two will be fantastic parents. I wish I could have gotten to know her better, but that wasn't in the cards back then. Mom. Keep doing what you're doing, Sam. I know it will all work out in the end. Trusting your gut has gotten you so far in life. The biggest tragedy is that you're convinced that who you are and what you want to achieve are incompatible. You look hungry. Let me guess. You want some of my secret recipe pancakes for breakfast. Um, yeah. The recipe isn't secret, though. You just used the recipe on the box of batter. If you want to get all technical about it, sure, but it was a secret to you. <laughs> I don't think you cooked yourself a meal until after I died. Yeah. Samuel, I need you to do me a favor. Whatever you need, Mom. Tell your father that I love him. I miss him so much, and I know he misses me too, but there's no rush to follow me. He's got a lot of life left to live, and I can't wait to watch him enjoy our grandchild. Jeez, no pressure, Mom. Oh, yes, yes, no pressure. If you and Julie choose to, if you should be so lucky. Hey, Mom. Yes? Can I hang out here for a while after breakfast? <laughs> I'd love that. I've got a 2,000-piece puzzle in the other room that's just beastly. I'm good at them, but your father and I were a better team with these sorts of things. Mr. Whitaker?
<laughs> Hello? Yes? This is your wake-up call. Thank you. I didn't request any wake-up call. What, what time is it? I have a record of your request made at approximately 12.30 this morning. Have a great day. Wait a minute. There's no phone in here. She called me on my cell phone. I, I never gave her my cell phone number. And it's before 6 a.m. This is absurd. I'm going to give that idiot a... Ugh. Why won't this door open? Why, good morning, Jason. What a pleasant surprise all this way to see little old me. What the hell? How did you get behind me? How do you know my name? I know a lot about you, Jason Whitaker. Why, we've known each other for years. Oh, my dear friend Jason. I've missed you. How did you get here? Who are you? I'm not surprised that you don't recognize me. Though it does break my heart. Let's see if you can piece it together. I'm a lot thinner than I was when you knew me for sure. And I wasn't much for beards in the, um, good old days, as they say. But now, I have to admit, it's grown on me. Oh, great. A dad joke comedian broke into my room and is gonna bore me to death. Dad joke, huh? Jason, you should be so lucky to be bored to death. What does that mean? So no guesses, then? Lose the beard at about 25 pounds? No? I don't care who you are. Just get the hell out, you idiot. That hurts so much. Not recognizing my face, that I can understand, but not recognizing my voice? Oh, that hits me right to the core. All those conversations and long trips. You know, Jason, I really believed in our idea. But I, I suppose I'm not surprised that you don't recognize my voice. You never did listen to me. Not even when our business was going under due to some, well, what did you call it? Cash flow issues. Alex? I... What happened to you? That's so cute. Are you concerned for my well-being? Wouldn't you say it's a little late for that, Jason? Cash flow issues, you said. I'm not sure it was an issue for you, my friend. I think the problem was relegated to my half of the investment. Amazing. I think you haven't said a word for over 10 seconds now. That must be some kind of record. All it took was your dead friend popping into your hotel room, your locked hotel room, for a little visit. I see you're doing well for yourself. Still cheating on your wife, then? You found a new entrepreneur to swindle. Congrats on your children, by the way. They're beautiful. Your oldest must be uh, about six now, starting school. They're great at that age, or so I'm told. I wouldn't know. I haven't seen my little girl in years now. What? How's this happening? How are you talking to me if you're dead? I must be dreaming. You must be dreaming. <laughs> Jason, Jason, Jason. Just relax. I promise you, you're not in control of any of this. You just gotta go with the flow. Do you know how long I've been waiting to see you again? Sit down already. That door isn't opening. You're stuck in here with me for at least a while. May as well make the best of it. Don't you want to catch up with me? I didn't know you had a daughter. You didn't know I was dead either. But I'll give you some points for trying some polite conversation. Look at you. 
making small talk. I am so proud of you. No, I, I can't imagine you would have known. When we were going under, my wife had had enough. She told me something funny was going on with you, but I had a dream. I wasn't going to give up. I kept investing and investing, keeping us afloat until no more, she said. I have to protect myself. I can't wait another year or however long it'll take before you turn a profit. I want a family, Anna said. I begged her to stay, but I could hear it in her voice. She had already made her decision. What could I do? I was two states away. I raced home, ready to swear it all off, go back to a more stable job, do whatever it took, but it, it wasn't much of a race, and I had at least a full day's head start. I'm sorry, Alex. That means a lot coming from you. It really does. Oh, just to give you a bit of heads up, things may get a little messy in here, but don't worry, I'm sure the cleaning service is good. The room is changing. The walls are gone. Just wait, it gets better. I want to show you something. All you gotta do is just sit there in that chair. I'll even sit next to you, just like the good old days. You're insane. I don't know how you're doing this, but I'm not gonna sit here and listen to this nonsense. What? Why can't I move? We went under. Our business failed, Jason. Oh, I, I can imagine your heartbreak. Such a devastating loss for you, I'm sure. It took you literally days to weasel your way into another venture. That must have been hard for you. As for me, a few weeks passed. I had difficulty getting interviews. You certainly weren't any help. Then one day, I got a letter in the mail. I recognized Anna's handwriting immediately, and I scoured the upper left corner of the envelope for a return address that wasn't there. It was a brief letter. Do you want to know what it said? I don't. I don't care. It's a girl. I thought you should know. Being alone, I could handle. Being broke from a selfish business partner, I thought I could mostly handle. But imagine hearing from your wife for the first time in months via a letter without so much as a Dear Alex, Love Anna on the page. Just so matter-of-factly, you're going to be a father. An absent one. Can you please stop? Stop talking. Just stop all of it. Leave me alone. It took me months, Jason, but I found her. Anna had found a place about 40 minutes from her parents. She changed her name. I don't want to hear anymore. Want? Want, he says. Jason, and I mean this sincerely, friend to friend, what you want right now means absolutely nothing to me. Sincerely and truly. And what's this? Wow, your hotel room has been left behind and you're next to me in my car. What a super interesting, amazing trick, Alex. Oh, gee, thank you. Now I'm going to ask you to be quiet, Jason. This is the part I really want you to hear. I found Anna holding my daughter on the front porch. My daughter was named Ashley. I didn't like that name so much. Maybe because I didn't have any say. I was so overcome with emotion. I got out of my car. It was a lonely, lonely time for me. I, I thought maybe I could get back on my feet. Convince her that I made a mistake and that I could provide for the three of us. I just needed some time. I'd show her. She'd see my gaunt face, the thick beard, but none of that would matter because I loved her and I loved our daughter. Please stop. I started to walk toward 
the house when I heard the door open. A man walked out. A man with his life in order. A man with purpose. A man who looked at Anna the way I looked at her. A man who Anna looked at the way she used to look at me. Sure, Ashley was biologically mine, but it turns out she was not my daughter after all. She was his. They were a good-looking family. Help! Help me! I got back in my car and I drove to nowhere in particular. I drove and drove and drove. This was the last time I'd see Anna, and it was the first time I did not see any hope. I had lost everything. Alex. Have you ever been in a car going this fast, Jason? Alex. Have you ever been in a car with a driver who wasn't going to walk out of it? Alex, stop. Have you ever lost everything, Jason? Have you ever decided enough? No! You ruined my life, Jason. I never wanted to see you again, but I'll admit, I prefer your company in this car over going it alone like last time. Alex! I'm still in the room. I... I'm alive. The door. I have to get out of here. Mr. Whitaker, this is highly inappropriate. You are barely dressed. What the hell's wrong with you? I beg your pardon? I beg your pardon. Why was I locked in my room this morning? How did someone else get in my room? Just what kind of establishment are you running? Only you, me, and the cleaning service have access to your room, Mr. Whitaker. Now, I certainly wasn't in your room last night, and the cleaning service doesn't begin for another hour, so you must have let someone in your room. Who was in your room? It was, uh, it was. Good morning. Whoa. <laughs> Rough night, Jason? We gotta go in 20 minutes. Good morning, Mr. Reed. Can you get your manager for me? Was something the matter with your room? Oh, no, no, quite the opposite. I haven't slept this well in ages. I want to give him my compliments. Your compliments? I'm sorry, Mr. Reed. He's not in today. I understand. Well, thank you anyway. Get dressed, Jason. We gotta get going. I'll have your things brought down, Mr. Whitaker. Hey, Sam? Uh, I'm sorry to have to do this to you, but I think I have to head home. I've got a terrible feeling. I think I need to be home with my family right now. But what about the meeting? I trust you. You can handle it. Well, thanks, Jason. Take the car. I'll call for a cab to get me to the closest airport. A cab will be here for you in no time, Mr. Whitaker. You sure you're okay, Jason? Did something happen? Are your kids okay? Yeah, yeah, no. I, I mean, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I just need to be home. I've been on the road too much. You've never let me handle a meeting this big solo before. We're partners, Sam. I need to be able to trust you, and I need to give you reason to reciprocate. I have the utmost confidence in you. I always have. Okay. And you've been on the road too much, too. Knock this meeting out of the park and get back home. Take some time for yourself. You don't have any to waste. Give my best to Julie when you get back. Sure. And to your folks, too. Thank you for staying at the Hotel Merritt, Mr. Reed. Have a great day. Thanks. You, too.
Mr. Whitaker? Mr. Whitaker, is everything okay? It's going to be. This car is more fun on the driver's side. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot to pay. Wait, what's this sign say? Thanks for visiting us at the Hotel Merritt. Don't stay just anywhere. Stay where you deserve. Huh. I couldn't have driven more than two miles from the hotel. I could have sworn it was right here. Yeah, there's the big oak tree that was right next to the parking lot entrance. But there's nothing here. It's gone. Hey, Julie. Sorry, really strange night. Didn't get a chance to call you. We had to stay over this... Yeah, it's okay. What is it? Can't wait to tell me what. They say a hotel is only as good as the room you're in. Or is it the other way around? Those brave enough to find out can do so on a rural road in Ohio, or South Carolina, or maybe in an unknown corner of Dark Valley. This has been Episode 1, Hotel Merit. It was directed by Mark Zurich. Sam was played by Jeffrey Heimers. Jason was played by Ben Dawson. Sam's mom was played by Shelby Rebecca Wong. Alex was played by Grant Emerson Harvey. Woman was played by Gabriella Aleman. The clerk and phone were played by Elspeth Denman. This episode was written by Mark Zurich. The narrator was played by Mark Zurich. Dark Valley is produced and edited by Elspeth Denman. This podcast is recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. It is made possible by the generous support of our patrons at patreon.com slash darkvalleypod, including Ryan Asthamer, Charlie Neal, Marianne Menjack, Madeline Denman, and Michael Bowman. Please stay tuned for a preview from our next episode. Next time on Dark Valley. It was nice to get out of the office and into the fall weather. There are so many more details in autumn around downtown. They decorate the streetlights a bit more. You've got the occasional banner for some harvest thing they do in the country. We saw some familiar faces on our walk to the restaurant. That heavyset guy who works over at the insurance company. I think his name is Gerald? Stacy and her baby stopped to chat with us. Well, Stacy did anyway. The baby not so much. She used to work in legal, but is doing the stay-at-home mom thing now. But I didn't recognize everyone. Across the street from the restaurant stood this lanky man. I had never seen him before, but I knew something wasn't right with him. To learn more about our show, please visit darkvalleypod.com.